And David makes some contact, but they've fallen short. They've fought the heat when it mattered. And they're into the top five. Brisbane win by 12 runs. And well played, the heat. Well played, Usman Khawaja. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Great to have you with us on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. A few questions here on uh, cricket, and in, in particular Steve Smith, whether he'll be available for the BBL final, which is uh, 4th of February if the Sixers were to make it. The uh, India Tour kicks off only, what, four days later. February 9, the first Test Australia versus India over there. So I'm not sure if he, he would be available for the final, I assume. So a man who might well know is Stuart Clark, our cricket expert and former great. How are you, Stewie? Morning, boys. Mate, any thoughts on that? Um, if the Sixers were to get right through to the BBL final, Feb 4, Smith, would he play with that India tour right on the back of it? I don't believe they are. I think they're going before that. So um, I, I, I'm, look, I'm 99% sure that's the right answer. Um, they play. I think Smith can play the next one. He might be able to play the, the qualifier, whatever you call it, but I think that's it. Mm, interesting, mate. A um, uh, text here from Mick Fennick on the text line. He was out there last night with his son, and uh, he mentioned, how couldn't Smith have made our T20 World Cup starting side after, after what we saw last night? <laughs> well, I were talking about it on the commentary as well. It was, it was unbelievable watching him bat. It's, it, you, you watched the, uh, the son, the bat, and you know, Moses batted well as well, but it was like he was batting on with a bat that was about two foot wide. Every ball came out of the middle. They were sailing out of the ground. It's a, it's a question that got raised a little bit that maybe this guy should have been in a T20 team. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Stewie, I'll just... Uh, with, when you played, when you went from T20 to, you know, test match cricket, um, I, so I, I heard the commentary you were speaking about how it's so tactical now from from a bowling perspective. For yourself, mate, how, how did you go into those type of games? Did you have to change up the way you bowled, mate, or you just stuck to, you know, the, the similar you know, tactics you used during the test matches? Um, look, it, it was, from my memory, it was difficult because test match cricket's about bowling a lot of balls in the same spot time and time again and you know, really trying to wear guys down over a long period of time. T20 cricket, if you watch close, they just bowl a different ball the whole time. They bowl a slow ball and a white ball Yorker, um, and then a straight Yorker, and then a slow ball bouncer. So from that point of view, just uh, being able to bowl those balls consistently where you want them, and they work hard on that, and then having that mental ability to, to actually switch between the two games, that consistency is almost like your worst enemy in T20 cricket and in test match it's your biggest uh, weapon so um, it's difficult it was hard from memory and look, the game was only just kicking off when I was fin- when I was finishing but I do remember you know going to the nets and I, I think it's you go through this, this sort of what am I going to bowl here and then it's almost like well don't bowl the same bowl bowl another ball mm. or don't you know, and, you, and you're almost second guessing yourself until you get used to it again is the mindset different from T20 to Test match? Are you bowling thinking, right, I want to restrict runs here or I want to take a wicket? Or does that even depend on the circumstance of the game? I think yeah, you're taking a little bit of the, the risk, uh, risk reward type game. What am I going to bowl here? Yeah, you want to get a wicket because I think if you get wickets, you can actually slow the run rate down, which is yep. what you want to do. But you can't just go out there with, I'm just going to try and get wickets the whole time. Sometimes best way to do that is bowling a dot or something, you know, bowling a ball that you know they're not going to hit a six or a four or try, sorry, 
they're not possible or they're not able to hit a four or six off or they can't hit a four or six off. And you build pressure, and that way you pick up wickets. The thing in, in, in short version cricket, it doesn't take as long as in test cricket where you've got to bowl lots of overs. So um, it, it's a bit of a, a fine line between you always want to pick up wickets because it looks good next to your name at the end of the year, but you've also got to be a little bit careful. You try so hard and you get whacked out of the ground and end up going for 50 and it doesn't look great. I get it too, mate. Um, just circling back to that match last night, um, uh, the Sixers, I mean, they made 187, courtesy of Smith's 125. Some stats here. He was only the second player in BBL history, Smith, to score back-to-back centuries, the other being Ben McDermott in 2021. And he scored uh, that partnership, him and Henriques. They put on 155 off 90 balls, Stu. That was just, I mean, it's hard to lose a game when you, you have a partnership like that. Oh, look, it would have been uh, it would have been almost impossible, I thought. It, just the wicket as well. The wicket looked a bit slow and a bit dicey. And um, Smith and Moses both kind of and just... Every ball, as I said earlier, just came out of the middle. And, you know, the Thunder, to their credit, I think they tried, and they tried all their different options, but he was in a class of his own. And, you know, it was by Moses to giving him the strike. But some of the shots Smith played, you know, over square leg, down the ground, it, it, he just couldn't bowl. He had a little bit of luck as well. You've got to give, uh, you've got to give him that. The ball went in the air and sort of dropped in the middle. But some of this ball striking you'll see in a long time. Mm. Are they in a bit of trouble, the Thunder? Particularly after a loss like that, they're uh, there or thereabouts, aren't they? I think they're probably you know hoping to qualify for that that fifth spot, maybe you know sneaking. But look, they haven't they haven't had the best year. They've had a couple of injuries to their guys. Um, they've tried they've tried a few different things, but it just hasn't worked out. And look, I, when you look at the BBL table, um, Sydney and Perth are miles or the Sixers and Perth are miles ahead of everyone else, and. Everyone else is really fighting from third to eighth. So um, you would have thought the way those two teams are playing, that'll be sort of the, the last couple of games. But look, T20 cricket, anything can happen. Who knows? Yeah, in, in saying that, uh, Stuart, you, we, we were actually talking about it earlier in the show, uh, how short the Sixers were to win. If they did lose Smith and he doesn't play in that game, do you think that's a you know a massive loss for them? And then do you think that that give the Scorchers the upper hand? Yeah, look, I would have Smith, obviously. You know, two guys got two hundreds in a row. He's batting as well as he has. Um, it's going to be a big loss. They've got depth, the Sixers. They've got guys that can come in, but they don't have guys of the calibre of Smith because there aren't many of them in the world that are playing. But, look, Perth, I think one of the big challenges for the final or playing against Perth is where they play. Mm. The Optus Stadium or the Wacker, I think they play at Optus Stadium, is just so... Um, such a quick and bouncy wicket, and the uh, and the scorchers are so used to it. Um, they're an advantage there as they play in Sydney because it's a bit low and slow and turns. The Sixers are an advantage. So the last game here, you know, if the scorchers lose, the Sixers win. The the I think the Sixers will go to first, and the scorchers will be second, which will be advantage uh, the Sixers. Um, on Smith too, um, when he signed the contract for the BBL, this. Uh, particular tournament, he, he signed a four-game deal, so I think he's played three already. So that answers our question about yeah, whether he'll be able one. To, yeah, yeah, spot on, mate. What about the games today? Uh, any thoughts on uh, on those two? We've got Heat Stars, uh, Scorchers, Renegades. Uh, the Heat, I think they were pretty good. Um, yeah, Kwaja back in that team doing really, really well. The Stars have had a, a difficult year losing Maxwell. Doesn't you know when you lose your best player, that 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 doesn't help. Um, Oh, look, it, it's it's tough. Um, I'm gonna, I'd, I'd go with the Heat there. I think they're uh, 
they're sort of the team, and they're fighting for that that lower to mid range spot to make the final. So I'm going to go with the Heat there, and um, the Scorchers. I think you said the Scorchers Hurricanes, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, they're playing yeah. Renegades. Sorry, yeah, Renegades. Oh, Renegades. Um, the uh, the Scorchers. They're just too good. They've got a really good team, good bowling lineup, good batting lineup, and they're well drilled and well coached. So I think it'd be silly not to go with the Scorchers. Stewie, appreciate your time as always. Have a fantastic Sunday. Good on you, boys. Speak soon.